Ramble. Welcome to the Tripod. Oh, wait, wait a minute. What's going on? These guys aren't the Try Guys. What, what? What's happening? My goodness. Welcome, everybody, to the Tripod. Before we get into the main body of the podcast, we have a little quick mini podcast with my comedy band, Lou Burger, Woo! because we are on NBC's Bring the Funny, a hey, comedy competition yeah. show that pits stand-up, sketches, and variety act performers together in a big free-for-all. And we have made it. To the final. The ah! final. Oh my God, it's been so hard to keep that in. We've known for so long. Yeah, we've known for a while. There are four finalists plus one fifth wildcard finalist, but we are one of the four initial finalists. Uh, we did not need any votes to get there, but after we perform this Tuesday on September 10th, we are going to need you guys to vote for us Please. to help us win the entire thing. Yes. What do we win ah. if we win, Huey? Ooh. We win two hundred and fifty thousand dollars and a performance at the dopest comedy festival of all just for laughs wow incredible and what will what are we gonna do if we win cry well, <laughs> i'm yeah, definitely but, gonna cry immediately <laughs> but wh why why should people watching this feel incentivized to watch and vote for us well we have been uh as not everybody knows lou Berger has existed as long as the Try Guys, believe it or not. And we have been uh, trying to like get ourselves out there, make a special, sell a TV show, maybe even make a Broadway show, and winning this competition will help all of that be possible. So like, if you vote us in, that would help Luberger really get to the mainstream. Yeah, we've definitely been doing a lot of projects for a long time. We have an album. Uh, we have several music videos. You've seen a lot of things we did uh, when we were at BuzzFeed. We made a lot of music videos there. We've made some as well on my personal YouTube channel, so you can check those out. If you haven't seen those, they're very funny. Uh, but definitely Bring the Funny has been our biggest opportunity to shine, and uh, it's been very cool performing for Chrissy Teigen, Jeff Foxworthy, mm -hmm. and Kenan Thompson. It's wow. been great. And also being on a reality show is uh, weird. Pretty nutso, but so, yeah. It's insane. <laughs> you know, you, you would think that after like all the experiences we've got on like you know, BuzzFeed or different sort of reality type places that we'd be used to that sort of thing. It is a completely different experience, especially since I guess it's like a, it's a competition show. So just the tension and all that is such an added new thing that I definitely wasn't ready for. Yeah, it's an intense experience. I don't think you sure. can be ready for it. No, I don't no. think so. Yeah. So you guys have been on this reality show. What are some some sort of things you went into that you weren't expecting? You're thrust onto NBC, big network boys. Uh, I understand Keith, <laughs> Keith told a story about uh, when you first went on that you guys had to wait a number of hours. It was very nerve-wracking. Oh. Over the uh, semifinals in the past couple of performances, were some sort of like uh, things that were going through your head? I'll tell you something that was I wasn't <laughs> expecting, which is for those who do know me, I am a very positive, like, we can do this attitude. Oh, yeah. That's my whole thing. Chill, chill, bro, who believes that anything as is As soon possible. as we got on the show, <laughs> Huey was like, okay, we won. We're going to, like, <laughs> yeah. we did this. Like, we won. He's been saying when we win the whole right. time. Speaking it into existence, and the thing that I wasn't expecting was the incredible feeling of dread and, like, <laughs> going to, like, the depths of my sorrow and despair like during the process of the show. That was very wild for me. Yeah, like basically anytime there's an elimination. So, you know, on, on the show, it feels pretty quick, right? Like we do the performance and then a couple minutes later, you find out if we make it on to the next round or not. But that's not the case. Uh, there were about three hours in between the performance and the elimination, you know, because you do the performance and then it's like three hours of, how do you think you did? Do you think you're going to move on? What would you do with the money? Just what are you going to do if you got eliminated? Way. Yeah, exactly. It's just like hours of, and then the judges have to go deliberate and stuff. They actually go into a different room where they talk about whether or not they're going to keep you or not. And you're just sitting there, like, talking to all these producers and all these different situations. Like, I don't know. Please just tell me if we're getting kicked off or not. <laughs> For the first half of the show, we shot it all in the fall, or not fall, in the spring. Yes. And then we held on to the details. Like, we knew Awful. how we did, but we yeah. had to watch and see and have it unroll and then be able to tell people, yay, we advanced through this round, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But this is... At this point in time, we have no idea oh, yeah. uh, how <sighs> it's going to go. We know what we're going to do, we're, but we still haven't even shot our like BTS packages. All the other stuff that fills out the show, that's all being shot 
like pretty much right after this interview that we're doing with you, yeah. <laughs> uh, we are going to start shooting all the other materials for the show. Uh, and for uh, and then there's the results finale, which mm-hmm. is a whole other episode. So we do the competition next, which all of you need to tune in September 10th at 8 p.m. Uh, 10 p.m. Or 10 p.m. <laughs> right. I, I think 8 p.m. because I get the secret stream. Because uh, <laughs> I have a Chicago uh, like cable box, so I get to watch it. At 7 or 8 p.m., it's recorded for me, so I can watch it at my leisure. But um, yeah, so 10, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 uh, Central, and then it goes all the way through the rest of the, the country, as mm. you can watch the times. We have to vote. Got to vote for us. Yeah. It'll be hashtag funny vote Lou Burger. Or you, can, tweet will be. you can also go to the NBC uh, website and vote there. Just follow at Lou Burger yeah. on Twitter. Follow it's going to be your Luberger best way to know oh. what's going on and be able to help oh. us vote. Yeah. Now, for uh, people who haven't maybe seen the show yet, uh, what are some of the numbers you guys did up until this point? Uh, yeah, so we oh. opened. Our first ever mm. performance on the show was a song about leaving Facebook. It's called yes. Facebook Break. Mm-hmm. And uh, That's anyway. on the Try Guys channel, the music video for That's that. That's right. Yeah, actually, oh, yeah. you can watch the music video we made uh, over last summer for it. But it's a song just about how people take breaks from social media and they choose to tell everyone that they're leaving Facebook on Facebook because mm. it truly is just to make sure people care that you're leaving <laughs> and not that you actually need a break from it. You yeah, just, I mean, just want to make sure people care about you leaving. Just because mm. I'm taking a break doesn't mean I want likes. I don't <laughs> want the likes, you know? Like, yeah. got to get the likes. Mm. But yeah. it was our first performance. We dressed entirely in white tuxedos, performed <laughs> with a grand piano amidst fog and made a very dramatic over-the-top performance. And then we moved on to the second round where we did our a, Disney princess song. Yeah, and the second Ooh. round was a head-to-head round, so we had to go up against a different act. Um, and it was pretty nerve-wracking oh, at the time. Oh, incredibly like, scary I, and awful. Like, it was just really <laughs> scary. I mean, we're very confident in Disney princess. It's like mm. our big hit. It's but our those are the, big number. the feelings that I was talking about where it's like, I was like, oh, guys, like Disney Princess, we all know this song is amazing. We kills it every show. Blah, blah, blah. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. And then as soon as we're done performing it and the other group performed, we're like, well, I guess that song's awful. Yeah. No one's ever going to like it and it's never going to work. And we're just going to be home. kicked out of this competition. Like, wow. They, the, and the, the guys we were up against are these guys named Harry and Chris and they wrote a song within the week and we were just like, well, that's impressive. We're done. We're toast. Okay, bye. Yeah, definitely when you're thinking about this, we knew that there were we knew we'd get one performance once we got on the show, right? And then you're thinking, okay, how far can we go in the show? What song order should we do things at? And we actually went with Facebook, which we thought was maybe our second best song uh, because we thought it was still good enough to advance through the first round. But then we put what we thought was our best song in the second round just because we like we have no idea. And then for the third round, we're like, okay, Fuck. Yeah, uh, we, we we had we no idea. Sure we'd make it this far. Yeah, and we just didn't know what to do, and so we were like, uh, "Going out, guilt." Which... So we have this song about uh, not wanting to go to a party because the party's too far. <laughs> so, and that's it. And it's a very dramatic, uh, sad song about how you want to go to the party, but it's too far, so you're not going to go. You're going to stay home in your sweatpants. But then you get invited to another party that's closer, but you can't go because if you go to that party, <laughs> they're going to know yeah. that you were willing to go to a party, just not a far away one. But it's also about relishing the opportunity to stay home mm-hmm. and do nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we did that, and we made it very theatrical, as you may have seen on the last episode. We had uh, all our furniture on casters, which are wheels, so we could slide them around stage and do basically a synchronized swimming act with <laughs> furniture on a stage. It was really fun. It was so fun. So scary. I was yeah. like, just whatever you do, don't roll off into the audience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you have Hulu and you can rewatch it, go watch our performance. There's a point so where either Alex or I ripped off our pants and they're supposed to fly in the audience, but one of ours didn't. It landed center stage. And there's a big move where Huey has to ride his, his chair <laughs> across the front of the stage. So right before I leave the stage, I at the last second grab the pants so that they're not going to be a hazard and fly back, which is not part of the choreography. This was just Keith making sure that Huey didn't roll off the stage. <laughs> I definitely or like hit the hit the pants and just like topple over. Yeah. Just get stopped immediately. Also, all of our songs have to be condensed to like two minute, 15 second or two minute, 30 second versions. Mm-hmm. So we had to go through and figure out how to edit the song down so it still made sense. So it was still funny. Yeah. And also you can get all the beats across and all of the story in like two minutes which is very narrow like if you do stand-up comedy the shortest set you get is three minutes right and we're doing a song and we're doing like theatrical stuff and we have to cram it into two minutes yeah i mean even for sketch comedy that's like a big pain you gotta really figure i mean i guess 
The nice thing about it is it makes the sketches zippier. Mm -hmm. Is that a thing that oh, yeah, people say? A little zappier. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it gets to the point faster. It's, yeah. That is what it is. But about, it's still hard. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes, you know, like, comedy is about timing. And if you're rushing through the gaps in between jokes, you change how the jokes land. So it, it certainly was a little bit of math. And, like, we did a lot of versions of our song and figure out what we should cut, what we should put back in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we also always, always aired on shorter because our first two persons, our first two songs were performed live, which is we're playing the piano, we're mm -hmm. playing the instruments live. So there's timing. Like if you choose one or two beats per minute slower or faster or 10, maybe faster because you, you're anxious or maybe you go slower because you're anxious, like that's going to change the length of your performance. So mm -hmm. we had to like specifically make sure we always were coming in very under time in case we had to hold for laughter or if we uh, chose the wrong pace for the song. Yeah, mm -hmm. but for Going Out Guild, we played to a track. So it was like, okay, we're just, it's going to be the speed we needed to go, and we're going to not wait for your laughs. Yeah, yeah, because we can't, because it's to a track, and we're rolling around on furniture. So, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, and then uh, on this last, uh, on this last one, we are uh, we're sort of going for everything. We're playing instruments, but there also is a track. It's sort of everything all at once. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, I'm feeling nervous about the finale right now. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm really not at this point. I think oh, good. we'd have something. Well, because at this point, it's going to come down to audience preference because mm. there's two stand-ups, a sketch, a musical act, right. and then whoever the wild card is, which we don't know yet. So it's going to come down to what you like. And, people, mm. and that's the whole thing. It's a comedy competition show, but comedy is subjective. So it will be just on who gets the most votes based on what content people like more so, so we're just gonna for do us. the coolest thing we can do which is like very big and over the top and hope that if we don't win we still do a performance that's so amazing that nobody forgets it regardless of our placement right because at this point you're like nearing the end of the thing even if you don't get to have brought the funny finally <laughs> yeah. people will still be able to see you and know what you're capable of and yeah. you know give you other opportunities yeah i mean like we're you know definitely gonna keep going after this no matter what the outcome is and just like keep being Luberger. Mm -hmm. it'd be great to win obviously <laughs> we'd really like to win of course <laughs> we'd love to win. to win please vote for please us please vote for us hashtag funny vote uh, but win or lose we're gonna do some tour dates we're gonna travel yeah. out and do some shows oh it's awesome and uh, bring our comedy music to the people because yeah. the thing is one of the things that drives us the most is that there are so few comedy musicians that exist yeah like there's Tenacious D yeah Fly the Concords mm -hmm. Garfunkel and Oates mm -hmm. Lonely Island Love. yeah Tim Minchin, Tim Minchin, if you know who that is. Stephen Lynch, Weird Al. Lynch, Weird uh, Al. Yeah. And those are definitely probably all of the mainstream. Yeah, like there's, mostly. there's yeah. probably some more, but there's DJ none Doug that are Pound. in that upper echelon, right? Yeah. Whereas like stand-ups. Mm -hmm. There's a million stand-ups who have had hour-long specials yeah. on TV. There are seven <laughs> comedy music acts. Yeah, <laughs> and you could probably count the specials on one hand. The finale, people are going to vote before the finale or no, on yeah. the night of the finale. So Got at it. the end of the show, yes. there is basically until 7 a.m. Eastern time. Mm -hmm. You can vote on Twitter using the hashtag. You can also just vote by retweeting our tweet, which will have the hashtag. We're making it very easy for everyone. You can also go to NBC.com. There's a voting thing there. We'll have a link to that on our Instagram and mm -hmm. Twitter as well. But yeah, you, you vote after it. And then a week later, the results will be announced on the next Tuesday. Uh, and it will be crazy, and we'll find yeah. out if we won or not. <laughs> Can you give any sneak peek as to what your performance will be during the finale? Yes, our performance is actually based off and inspired by a song that is on my channel, but we totally rewrote it. Yeah, it's completely revamped. So mm. there's a song that's from our our uh, everyday musicals, our Mo Moments the Musical series we did on my channel, and we mm -hmm. took that. We took the core joke of it and blew it up to be yeah. really over the top and it is going to it's essentially what our goal has been this whole time is to get a full musical on stage in two minutes yeah. and that's what we're going for awesome yeah. that's fucking awesome um, cool well that's so awesome uh, everybody go vote for Lou Berger uh, once Please. again Keith that date 
It's September 10th at 10 p.m. Eastern time, and you understand how that works down the math. If this you coming Tuesday. Before. This coming Tuesday. Yeah, this Tuesday. So check it out. And thanks for listening to us plug the show. And now let's head on back to the normal boys you know and love in the tripod, the Try Guys. I'll see you again right now. <laughs> yeah, when is this one coming out? This is coming out September 6th. It's actually coming out on my birthday. <gasps> oh, it's my mom's we should birthday. say it's, it's Miles' birthday today. Yeah. Wait, birthday. Miles, you have the same birthday as my mom? September 6th? Whoa. That's hot. <laughs> Great. Why do yeah, you? that's right. That's not cool. Virgo season, baby. Wait, Ned, that's crazy. So the two two of the most influential oh people in your life God. were born on the Why same day. Why does this happen? <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Happy birthday to Miles and Mom. Happy birthday to Miles and Mom. Two most people. Happy birthday to Ned's mom. Thank you. I appreciate that, boys. You know wow. what? You know what, Miles? For your birthday, why don't you introduce today's episode? Really? No. Okay. Ned, take it away. <laughs> uh, welcome to the tripod. It's September sixth. That's my mom's birthday. Did you guys know that? I did. Today on the tripod, we are pitching our wacky app ideas. Eugene's got a good one. But first, <laughs> a fan question. I feel so mean. I'm I don't sorry, have an Miles. app idea. I had a societal experience idea. Yeah, there was a business idea like Shark Tank. Well, mine's an app idea. Get excited for that. Uh, here on the tripod, we like to reward our listeners with $5 cash. That's right. If you're listening right now and you're you're wondering, how do I get $5? Uh, we got a scavenger hunt going on. What? It, it's, it started. <laughs> uh, follow our Instagram for clues. It's $5 in cash? I sent them a letter with just $5? Yep, I just made it up right now, so it's happening. You did not clear that with any of us, but I'm I'm here sure for it. Sure didn't. So just to be clear, when I tell people I'll pay them money, it's a bad idea, but when you tell them that you'll send them cash, it's a good idea. Yeah, because they don't spam my Venmo. They just follow our Instagram and play the game that we're trying to do. Oh, they're going to spam your Venmo. Mm. <laughs> I was trying to get followers or, on or Venmo. Hours. I was trying to increase uh, my clout. Anyways, first, guys, before the secret, how you guys doing? Well, what, are you, what are you feeling? <laughs> well, I ate some Pringles before this, and I got a little piece of Pringle in my throat. So You're struggling. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm really trying to not cough too much, but I also don't want the Pringle in my throat. I don't even know if it's there anymore or if just the damage it has caused by being a Pringle in my throat for a moment has <laughs> made my throat irritated. <laughs> just a, what a horrible way to die. Pringle in your throat. I don't want you to die right now, <laughs> Keith, but that would be probably the worst. That's up there with Chubby Bunny. Yeah, it's just like, oh, I've got a Pringle in my throat, especially if it like made the outline of a Pringle on my esophagus and my throat and my neck. Can you say Pringle in my throat a couple more times? Pringle in my throat. Pringle in my throat. Pringle uh, in my throat. Oh, yeah, I got a Pringle, Pringle in, my in my throat. throat. Pringle want, in my throat. I want flavor in my ear, uh, but Pringle in my throat. You know that man, Keith, he haunts this studio. He died because there's a Pringle in his throat. I uh, Pringles are baked, right? Is that their... their yeah, stick? well, there's baked Lay's. There's baked Pringles and there's non-baked Pringles. Mm. I thought the Pringles in general mm. were baked. Eugene, Maybe. what's your favorite type of chip? Probably sour cream and onion. Ooh. What or, brand? What brand? What brand? Lay's. Any brand. Any brand. Maybe Lay's. I just think it's flavor. a great flavor. Flavor is important. Yeah. It's a good one. Do it's you ever classic. dip it in sour cream and onion dip? Oh. No, I think that's too much. That's double, double dipping. Mm -hmm. Double dipper. Double dipping. Wow. I just you think know. some people are raised with too much reliance on dips and sauces, you know? Yeah, you weak motherfuckers out there. <laughs> well, if you're relying on a dip or a sauce, you're a chump. I don't I don't <laughs> like that. I don't agree with that. Well, you're, it's like people You're weak. Well, don't you Well, no, I I never put like sauce, sauce on steaks. Some people can't have steak without well, that's sauce. That's different. That ruins the steak. Well, that's what I think, but there's some, some people, people really believe in ruins sauces. The chip. Eugene, oh, chips oh, I are just made made but I've had some really good steak sauces in my life. Well, sure. I just value the the uh, vehicle being of the utmost quality that you can have it on its own without relying on a sauce. Well, that's absolutely it. true. But inherent to a chip's design is the fact that it's usually meant to be dipped in something. Guys, we should make our own tortilla chips. Do you think you call could... them corn chips? It's my favorite. <laughs> uh, chip. yeah. Do you think that yeah. you could tell the difference between a blue corn tortilla and a white corn tortilla and a yellow corn tortilla chip if you had your eyes closed? Yes. Pretty pretty quickly. Yeah. I don't think you could. Mm -hmm. I, I bet could. you can't. Go. Do we have chips right do now? We have all three varieties uh, in the office. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if we do. Call, Miles, we'll wait. Call you know, the store. <laughs> you want me to go call the store? Call do the you, store. Do you want me to bring you chips to taste live <laughs> on the podcast? 
I would love nothing. Well, if more. only yeah. if we have yellow, white, and blue corn. We, if don't. we don't have all three. We don't. Fuck all right. It. Everyone say your next favorite. Week. Next week, I'll bring. <laughs> next <laughs> week. Next week, listeners. This next is, week, yeah. September 14th. I feel like it's a good 13th. thing to do on a podcast, too, because there's a lot of sound associated with eating chicken. That's what I'm thinking. Guys, <laughs> next we're going to go to reviews. Miles, take it away. <laughs> oh, thanks, Ned. I appreciate that, Dad. Okay. So. You guys went on iTunes Store. You reviewed us five stars. It was really sweet of you to do so. Thank you so much. We read those. We love those. We listen to those. And I have a special little secret to read on the podcast. Can I get a little fake name, Zach? You know what, Miles? Yeah. For your birthday, I would like you to pick the fake name. Happy birthday, big boy. Clam Daniels. Nice. That's pretty good. Okay. Clam Daniels writes, I love the podcast. So excited to watch your amazing journey. Thanks, Clam. So, (laughs) so, So... When I was 10 years old, my best friend and I wanted to go to the local public pool on a hot summer day. Unfortunately, being 10-year-olds, we had no money to go. So we went door to door and asked our neighbors to donate to a charity we made up. We then took that money and got candy and spent the whole day at the pool. To this day, I feel awful tricking my neighbors into paying for my summer pool day. Lamb Daniels. He was 10, though, right? Yeah. Eh, you don't know the difference between right and wrong. Of course, you're you, 10. You don't understand how charities like actually need money. You don't, it, you know, I, it's okay. Yeah. How much money could Clam Daniels have swindled? Maybe 15 bucks. At, yeah. at most. Yeah. Nothing. I think it also depends on the nature of the charity they lied about. Mm-hmm. Was yeah, it, what was it? Yeah, was it? Yeah, was it Sick Kids? Yeah, if it was Sick Kids, that's kind of a, <laughs> Was it like raising line, money for hard. victims of taint chips or like plain yeah. taint chips or... Are you back on taint chips? <laughs> I just <laughs> love the idea of taint chips. <laughs> Taint the butt. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Clam Daniel, like, yeah. you know, if, if it's about Clam Daniels, <laughs> if Clam Daniels is stealing money from sick kids, that's mm. very, I mean, a 10. What though. if, what if Clam, you get sick one day and you need that charity? You need that $15 yeah. <laughs> to save your life. What if yeah. the charity, though, is like super bad, like had really bad morals and then. The neighbors who supported that, he's like, gotcha. You were trying to support something that actually promoted hate. That's a fake charity. I'm using it for my pool party. No, you know what the perfect charity to make up there is? Sure. Um, you say, please give me a few bucks because we're trying to fund our uh, school trip to Washington, D.C. Mm. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. feel bad about that one. No. That's like the kid version of panhandling. Yep. Yeah. I think you can't, you can't hold what you did as a 10-year-old against yourself forever. And you know what, Clam Daniels? It's about how you've chosen to live your life since then. I think you can make up for a mistake. The fact that he feels well, remorse sure. is probably enough. The first step. <laughs> because you can't go back in time. How old are you now? 12. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well do you remember the first do you remember the first bad thing you did that was clearly the against first? the law or against uh, basic moral principles that your parents taught you? Mine was I I think we all had this itch. I wanted to steal something one day. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I took uh, like a Twix or a candy bar from the grocery store while we were there. And I felt so guilty that as we were walking to the car, I started tearing up and I oh. took it out and I said, I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> How oh. old were you? I think I was like eight or seven. And, and you, so I, I walked right back and she said, just like, she was trying to be like, yo, just put it back on the stand. I said, no, I have to confess to my crime. <laughs> so I went up to the cashier and I said, I'm so sorry. Please don't send me to jail. I stole this. And she was very nice. She thought it was cute. But, um, and that had no effect on you as an adult because you continued to steal repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then I actually stole things yeah. as an adult. But yeah, that was the first time I knew I did something bad. I mm. first stole in college, but I specifically only stole. Wait, that was the first time you stole? Yeah, I never stole. Wow. I lived in a small town. Yeah. If you steal once as People a kid, know. everyone's going to know you then stole. Then you're a bad you're kid. You can't do it. Yeah. Keith the Thief. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> wow, that's a hell of a nickname Whoa. right there. Watch out. I okay, st- college Keith. I just stole... Um, eye drops from Walmart because I felt that the markup <laughs> on eye drops was ridiculous. They're saline. It's ba- it's like the most basic liquid yeah. and they were selling it to me for like $18 for like one little thing. I'm like, that's stupid. I'm not paying for that. That's crazy. And I just stole a uh, like contact solution because I thought the markup was unbelievably wrong. You stole it out of principle? Yeah. 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 That's like Robin Hood. I, yeah. Yeah. He yeah. would do that. Yeah. <laughs> For me, the crime that I think of is uh, on vacation in Redlands National Forest, or you know Redwood, Redwood, California Redwood Forest. These big, tall trees. Beautiful. I went to a gift shop and I really liked a little arrowhead, 
uh, and I stole it. <laughs> How old were you? And then I pretended like I found it on the ground. <gasps> and I was like, oh, Classic. mom, dad, look at this. I think I found an archaeological find, a real Native American arrowhead. You planted they probably evidence. Knew, yeah, I planted evidence. <laughs> they probably knew I stole it. I don't know. Who knows whether they did or not. My mom listens to the tripod, so mom, <gasps> if you're listening to it, uh, let me know if you thought I stole that or not. But also, happy birthday. Funny, also, happy, <laughs> also birthday. happy birthday. Hey, happy birthday, mom. Also, happy birthday to uh, They thought, they were very concerned about me, like, taking a historical <laughs> thing from, like, a national park, like, preserve. That's site. funny. Ned, you have to leave it here. <laughs> yeah. So I think I put it on the ground of the gift shop, like, outside the gift shop, because I was like, no, you, know, you guys are right. This is a historic... <laughs> Thing, I should probably just leave it here wow. on the ground. <laughs> if only you had said, no, 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 just kidding. I, I shoplifted. They would be like, oh, all right, all sick. Right, yeah. Wow, it turns out we're all giant pieces of yeah. shit. Well, leaves. we've all just stolen at least once. Thank you, Clam Daniels, mm -hmm. for leaving a five-star review. Thank you, everyone, for leaving five-star reviews. We need them to get to the top of the iTunes charts. While you're at it, be sure to subscribe to us on the YouTube at youtube.com slash tripod. We got new merch coming out. We got backpacks now. It's back oh, to school yeah. season. So you backpack. can get a new backpack at tryguys.com, the website. Once again, that's tryguys.com. <laughs> the website. The website. <laughs> that's the www. Uh, HTTP <laughs> dot dot slash slash. Well, colon is the colon. dot dot. Tryguys.com. Dot dot slash. Vertical dot. <laughs> lower <laughs> dot. You know what a colon is, right, Zach? Yeah, it's the thing inside your body. Yeah, there you go. Mm -hmm. and it's what makes poop. If mm -hmm. you live in the Pacific Northwest, we are finally coming to you. That's right. You can get the Legends of the Internet Tour, October 14th, 15th, and 16th in some combination of Seattle, Portland, and Vancouver. I think it's it's it's. I think it's Portland, Oregon. Then, then Vancouver. Vancouver. Yeah, then it's like Seattle. in a weird order. Yeah, we're like not going to spend time in Canada for some reason, which is <laughs> bogus. <laughs> we should clearly be going up and then spending yeah. the weekend in Canada. Well, I, I'm so excited to be coming up there. We were really upset that... <laughs> We missed it on our first tour, but we've extended the date, so you're in luck. Yeah, you're going yeah. back on the road. This is the first on. time I'm here. That's very oh, exciting. Yeah. It's just, oh, it's yeah, just Miles. Ha yeah. Happy, happy birthday, Miles. Happy birthday, Miles. For, me. for, it's for cool. me. I mean, it's such a fantastical idea. I'm totally on board, but it's a great idea for our next segment, which is Tri Tank. That's right. Oh, it's time for us to discuss the ideas we've come up with and pitch them to one another to see who's got the best idea. It could be an app. It could be a toy. It could be a game. It could be an event. But basically, we're just pitching it to each other as if we're investors, <laughs> and we're going to uh, poke holes in it and try to figure out who's got the best idea. Um, I have a pretty fun one mm. if we want to start over here. Yeah. Habersberger brain. Yeah. Habersberger Media presents. Okay. This is called Big... It's called, well, no, it's called Beastly Bug Battles. Now, nobody likes it when dogs fight. Dog fighting, bad. Boo. Bad. Boo. Boo. Chicken fighting, even that. No, no, no. <laughs> do not do that. That is unacceptable. However, we do not have much compassion for big, ugly bugs <laughs> like wasps. And we don't have any compassion for giant ugly bugs. I'm talking semi-truck sized wasps. <laughs> I'm talking house-sized Flies, big ass bugs. We put them in a giant plastic dome. We agitate them with sticks, <laughs> a bunch. And then we let them fight and we cheer and watch big ass bugs tear each other apart. What do you think? Wow. That's wow. amazing. That sounds amazing. We can gamble on the bugs. Mm -hmm. Some bugs might go on to compete. And here's the thing. Bugs have short lifespans. So you don't even have to feel that bad about it because that big housefly that's fighting that moth right now is going to die in two days. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to die in two days. Mm. But once they get that big, aren't we going to want to study them for science? Well, sure. What, after, so basically, they're born one day. The second day, they're ready for battle. <laughs> the third day, the ones that live get put out. <laughs> Put out to stud, and we and we study them until they die because they don't live super long. Think about the dragonflies that will look like helicopters yeah. battling in the sky. I mean, this is a pretty good idea. I, you know, we talk about Jurassic Park a lot on this podcast, and this is how that all those movies begin. You start with a, a man with a crazy dream who wants to bring something to the world, and then those bugs break out, and what then, Keith? 
Well, you're right. So we should have a, mm-hmm. a race of giant birds as well, <laughs> because nothing crushes bugs quite like birds. So you're right. We're gonna need skyscraper-sized birds to take down these school bus-sized caterpillars. <laughs> Can you imagine? You know those horrible silverfish that you find in your oh, house? Yeah. They're, they look like a grasshopper yeah. attached to a caterpillar, and Hate they em. got several more antennas for no reason. Hate them. Those things. Now imagine that was as big as a train. Oh my god. And imagine God. it was up against a big old dung beetle rolling a giant piece of poop around. <laughs> would be kind of like Pokemon battles. It would kind of be like Pokemon battles, but more like Digimon when they're in their final giant Digimon yep. phase. Because I'm talking like big bugs. Like, are you talking like Mothra sized? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, the bigger the better, right? Because, well, but the question <clears throat> is then we have to fund the engineering and, and research into that. That's a much larger investment than I'm willing to make. Right. So I was initially thinking about how this should be um, giant horse race and it would be like super mega big horses and we'll make them race and then I thought well we could if you know we'll also eat all the horses mm. after they die because well when you're making giant horses you can feed a lot of people a lot of people with those big dead horses <laughs> <laughs> so I mean I people they don't like seeing animals die, and I get that. And that is also so I can't do horses because eventually those horses that are so big they're gonna die, and I then do. there's gonna be big dead horses everywhere. <laughs> that's, that's an eyesore. So bugs seems to be the best thing, and bugs battling is cool because they have like very cool bugs are cool. Like you ever looked at a bug up close? They're crazy. Pete, the I just looked up the valuation of the Dallas Cowboys franchise, and it's five billion dollars. <laughs> So if you think you can make giant bugs with $5 billion, I think this has the capability to be as big as America's football team, the Dallas Cowboys. $5 billion. I don't know how much it would cost to supersize some bugs. It's got to be a thing we can do. Put some HGH in several. I mean, the thing is, what's good is that bugs do reproduce and die very quickly. Yeah. So you can make a lot of advancements in only a so couple many. years. Yeah, there's gonna be you're gonna have to deal with all the waste. It's a lot of dead giant bug carcasses. Right. Well you feed them. the dead bugs to the new bugs. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah. Bugs that gives them the that. taste for blood. Yeah. And That's, then they'll continue mm-hmm. to fight more. That's a good point. Zach's on board. Sounds yeah. like he's in. You know, I'm listening to this and I'm thinking, what is cooler than watching giant bugs fight? is watching giant bugs fight and wreck a bunch of public property. What if we have them also destroy buildings? Whoa. Mm. Well, in abandoned cities. Okay, abandoned cities, sure, but do mm. you want to train those bugs to know how to really decimate cities? What cities? You're, you're, yeah. you're the Jurassic Park boy over here, and you're telling me we want to train yeah. bugs to tear apart cities? That's rampage. Well, yeah. at this point, bugs. Oh, the fair no expense. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I. I Look, there's a lot of iterations. Sure, I mean, as soon as the first one's in its seventh season of Beast Bug Battle, then we're going to need something else. Beast Bug Race, yeah. Be- Beast Bug Ninja Warrior. Of course. Where the bugs are competing on crazy courses mm-hmm. <laughs> and falling into water. Have yeah. you ever looked at a, a close-up of a ladybug in flight? They're scary. No. They're, they're horrifying. Crazy. They yeah. are, they're monsters. Yeah. Oh. You think they're so sweet. And so innocent. And when huh. they walk on you, you're like, oh, wow, what a lucky day. What a lovely day I'm having. They are freaks. I've never liked ladybugs. What? Two reasons. Tell One, me. they bite. Two, what? they what? stink. What? They what? smell <laughs> horrible. What? They smell so bad. What? They smell horrific. We had a ladybug outbreak at my college. It was something where like some once every Hundred years, too many ladybugs. They were fucking <laughs> everywhere, and they bit people, and what? they reeked. They were, they were, Ugh. their little corpses scattered all over the sidewalks, and it just smelled awful. Why do oh, they smell geez. like? They kind of smelled. You know, um, the best thing I could compare it is they smelled the way that when you touch a moth, it feels. You know that horrible waxy feeling of that that same like shudder you get from touching a moth. That was the shudder I got from smelling a ladybug. All mm. right, sharks, are we funding this? Are we uh, pitching mm. to to be a part of this this new enterprise? Uh, realistically, I don't think we'll ever do giant bugs. But <clears throat> because I like you, Keith, I'm giving you the thumbs up for the next Dallas Cowboys of bugs. Well, let's try it. What's uh, the worst what, that happens? What percentage do you want out of his? His, uh, oh, uh, his well, he didn't offer me a, a, an offer. They right, usually... for a quarter million dollars. Mm-hmm. Is that how this show works? No, no, yeah. you say I'm going to take 30% it's of like your... It's like, Sharks, I'm mm. offering you 20% I'm gonna need, of Okay, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to need at least $5 million mm-hmm. to get it started this year. Mm-hmm. And for that, I will give you 17% of the company. 
Mm. Now, I, our goal is to fundraise $5 billion. Deal. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'm definitely in as a consumer because I want to see these giant bug fights. I think there's a liability issue with the giant bugs. It sounds a little Jurassic Parky. And, and it, it sounds a lot like Godzilla, not to be the East Asian over mm-hmm. here. But this be is the East Asian. This Someone's is, gotta be. This is the beginning <laughs> of Kaiju Godzilla, Wars. Yeah. This is how it starts. Is They're how, literally bred to fight each other. They we're, did that. We're purposely breeding them to to kill each other. Who knows where it's going to go from there? We're going to have a lot of Japanese people running. Keith, I think mm-hmm. this is a $5 billion idea. Five times five is uh, $25 million. So I, 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 my $5 million investment is a steal. Yeah, I think that's really good. You, you gotta- know, <laughs> I couldn't agree more with Eugene. I think that it is a huge liability. I think that the chances of this going out of control and turning on humans astronomical, which is why I am in because when the bugs revolt, I want to be on their side. Wow. So I will give you $20 billion wow. for 5%. Wow. I just want to be on. Wow. You got it. Wow. All right. Wow. We made a, a deal, Sharks. $400 billion value. <laughs> this is wow. good because wow. I didn't think even factor in the marketing budget and we're going to have to do a lot of uh, convincing. convincing to a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be hard. Yeah. None, of, none of y'all watch Shark Tank, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. no, clearly don't, don't understand how this well, well, let's hear from uh, Zach. Yeah. Well, let, actually, let me hit you with my idea because tonight's date night, so I'm going to have to duck out after this. Oh, yeah. Uh, because, you moved it up. Uh, well, yeah. Or moved it back to Thursday. No. Well, well <laughs> it's yeah. Thursday. It's Thursday. Everyone's listening on Thursday. Wait, Ned, are you doing date night when you should be celebrating the birthday with Miles tonight and your mom? Yeah. They're having a joint party. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I didn't hear about that. Maybe because mm. my mom lives in Florida and this is a lie. <laughs> well, Ned, me and your mother would really like you Miles, to come out. Miles, don't even... I. <laughs> We'll end this podcast Man, right his, now. We'll end this. I, I'm gonna turn this podcast around right now. We'll just read reviews well, for the rest of time. Pitch. Let's hear your it's pitch. His birthday. Give us your pitch. Now. What you got, Ed? What you got? Sharks. Okay. I mean, <clears throat> try tank. I'm gonna pitch you an actual real startup app idea that me and my roommate <laughs> came up with in college. Oh, there's yes. the context. It's called Park Shark. Have you ever been driving around a neighborhood and you can't find parking? You go for around the block, around the block, again and again and again. You waste your time, you waste your gas, Mm. and you get pretty stressed out. Park Shark is a marketplace for parking spots. It's like Uber, (sighs) but for parked cars, and nobody comes and picks you up. Everyone. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Uber, except for the parts of Uber that people adore. (laughs) I'm joking. No, the way it works is that when you park your car in a prime spot, you list it on Park Shark, just like you would list a rental unit or an Xbox 360, which is still available for purchase. $40, <laughs> I will accept best offers. You selling 360? Yeah. Do for 40 you bucks? Want, do you want my 360? I'll give you 20 for... for- Fifty percent stake in that. Uh, okay, sure. So Sick. I can come over and play whenever I want. Yeah, we're co-investors. Sounds great. Hell Pretty yeah. Good. Um, anytime you park in a prime location, you list your spot on the Park Shark Marketplace, and then if you need a spot, you search for it, and we automatically adjust the pricing to adjust for time of day, prime location, and walking distance. <laughs> So you can buy the best spot available and put money in someone else's pocket. Now, do you fear that this would create a, a, a world in which people come to communities, crowd the parking spots, and mm. sit on them just to now create value where there used to be free spots? Absolutely. But, Zach, there didn't used to be free spots. There used to be parked cars there mm. with nobody inside to drive away the minute you drive up. So that actually is a job creation opportunity. Uh, hey. Oh. Trying to think like, okay, down by the Staples Center, like it's mm-hmm. always so hard to get a spot. Mm-hmm. Do we think that this would create cheaper spots than the, like, than the $40 lot that's down there? Probably. Yeah. But the real problem is when cities don't charge for parking via meters, they create, uh, there's, there's not enough, uh, there's, there's too little... There's too much demand and not enough supply. If you have to make someone pay for something, they're only going to stay there a limited amount of time, so the supply increases. In- so this is a way mm-hmm. to create more supply by creating 
uh, a marketplace. And in theory, if you purchase a coveted spot, let's say down by the Staples Center, you're going to then be able to flip it. So exactly. you are, as the middleman, mm. you're actually not going to be spending that much money, but then all the money goes through your app, and you guys get to have that nice... A sweet. small finder's fee. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> small finder's fee. I'll tell you what. I'm in as an investor, but I have a caveat. Oh. Mm. If you get <laughs> Park Shark Premium, you can eat a parking spot free of charge. So you get to bounce somebody from their own spot. Wow. Free of charge. That's epic. At like one 50, a day. At, at one a day yeah. at $50 a month. Um, I'm in, but I have a caveat. Yes. For, <laughs> for his most special of birthdays, I want you to tell Miles th- two of his, your favorite things about him. Oh, yeah, not, that's a nice that's game. That's not an investor. Uh, Eugene, what do you think of Park Shark? <laughs> Do you understand? You know, you know. Um, uh, listening to the, uh, the pitch, it's really well thought out. Uh, there was just a lot of business jargon and uh, <laughs> uh, uh, capitalist logic, which made me keep thinking about these giant bugs fighting. Yeah. So you, you went real hard with realism, and I'm still on the the plane of a moth and a praying mantis going at it above Tokyo. Mm. So okay. I'm gonna say uh, I'll get back to you once um, I stop thinking about these these big old bug fights. <laughs> big bug fights. <laughs> no, it's just a huge... Big bug, bug fights might be a better name. Imagine two giant... You should giant... be an investor. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm still thinking about it. Now. Big I'm, bug I'm fights. coming around on these big <laughs> yeah. bug fights. Yeah. They're big bugs. Now, yeah. imagine two giant far. bugs pull up to a parking spot at the same time. Mm. They fight over it. Blood mm. splatters. What if... One just paid slightly more than the other. Hey. Like 25 cents or something. Now, Ned, as a, uh, a multi-billion dollar investor in, in <laughs> giant bugs, mm. I'm looking for ways to utilize the bugs once they take over the world. And now what I would like to offer to your app is that for a premium fee, Ooh. you can have a bug come and lift a car away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you can take yes. that spot. Okay. Park Shark Premium. Uh, you can select any car you want, and a giant moth will take it up and put it into a parking garage. Yeah. Are you married to the name Park Shark? Because why not Park Giant Bugs? It's funny. Uh, actually, our <laughs> one of our original names was uh, Parquet with a Q, and ew, we were like, that's ew, terrible. Ew, <laughs> that's so bad. Yeah, yeah, that's bad. That's bad. All right, Zach, what's your pitch? <laughs> it's, uh, okay. <clears throat> it's just bananas. Yeah, it's <laughs> just like bananas that grow in b- bunches of like fifty. You guys like bananas? All right, see you, Ned. Are you leaving? Everybody say no, bye. Ned has to go on date. He's gotta go before he my t- pitch. Are you gonna? Okay, well, just just give me a give me a preemptive bid. Eight billion dollars for hundred <laughs> percent. Nice. Yeah. All right. We'll we'll work on that. Bye, Ned. Good evening, Tri Sharks. In an economy like this, what is more stable? Than the restaurant industry. Uh, uh, pretty, it's a pretty, pretty unstable, unstable business. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is better than food. I have today two restaurants that I adore the ideas of. I actually have a third if we have time. Uh, these are these are sibling restaurants. Uh, and an ex- a dining experience unlike any other you've ever had. The first is called Stock Marketplace. And the way that it works is we have a menu... And based on the demand of food, the prices change every single day. So if people are not buying the filet mignon that day, you could get it real cheap. But if that's the hot item, the price is going to go up, 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 up. So as you're sitting down, you got a big stock board and you're watching prices rise and fall. And as a diner, it is up to you to decide when are you going to jump on that dish. I like Mm. the premise. I worry about... um how you're going to control someone not occupying a table the entire day just waiting for something cheaper and how that will affect the servers, their tips, and their uh, you know passion for the job. Mm. Great, Keith. Well, <laughs> uh, you do that by investing in the Kitchen Index Fund, which charges you Which is money. This, it's a stable, it's a more <laughs> stable menu. And you, you get, <laughs> you slowly get fed dishes. Oh, you just get a general, it's basically a giant sampler platter of the marketplace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like everything gets more expensive or less expensive. You sort of get mm. what the sampler platter is by a certain median price. Actually, that would work. So if you uh, like, you have, 
maybe a normal amount of sitting and waiting and time to order. And if you can't order anything on the stock exchange because what you want is over, you can order the medi- medium sampler. <laughs> yeah. And that is the median. Well, all the items that are in the median price range will be fun. served as sampler platters so you can get a good understanding of what the restaurant offers without paying too little or too much. Pretty good. Now I hear you. You like that. You like the idea of people shouting out, but you want it to be a little more chaotic. Mm. Well, then do I have the restaurant for you? This one is called Auction House. And here's what happens. The kitchen is just cranking out meals all day and they come on out. And when you see something you want, you shout out a bid. So those dumplings come out, $5. You raise up your paddle, but then someone can scoop scoop you and they say, no, I'm fucking hungry right now. I want those dumplings. I'm going to pay six. And then we (gasps) bid on it and we bid on the food and the best price wins. So if you get in and you're hungry and you're willing to pay, you can eat right now. But if otherwise, you're going to have to wait a little bit. That's a great idea. And I feel like the way you get them is you get in with cheap drinks. So that way they're getting hungrier. They're getting hungrier. The food starts coming out they get hot. They too. get drunker too. And they're willing to really lose money. I just like the idea of uh, turning food into a, a big battle. Because I, I've, I've always, I assume you guys are like me. You've had this thing where you get to a restaurant and you see the food walking by. You're like, oh, is it for me? Oh, fuck, it's not for me. Like, mm. I would pay you $20 right now. Just just put that on my on my plate. Mm. <laughs> that is a funny just like extra part of like a, an Ed DeBevix type restaurant where they're like supposed to be dicks is that you could offer to purchase another table's food for twice the amount of the bill and Ooh. you can just take it. What if, yeah, what if instead it's just, it's what's a good word for like stealing? It's a... Uh, uh, interception. Yeah, interception cafe. Yeah. Ooh, that's where, cool. Where you just, basically it's a normal restaurant, but at any point you can steal someone's meal. Mm-hmm. And then they can also, uh, they have reverse cards or or or, or uh, no whammy cards. It has to be them. all dollar based. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, I think it has to be dollar-based. And I think it probably each time it's going to be up the di- to the discretion of the server mm. if they're willing <laughs> to totally lose their tip on this table. Yeah. But because that person is paying double, so if they tip well, you're getting a double tip, so it's actually so worth it. Yeah. But your table could then counter back and say, here's why you shouldn't give it to them for that much money. We'll pay you 150%, but we'll ensure you get a $200% tip. Ooh, what if we do a debate that. restaurant where you have to give an <laughs> argument and then the waiter? I I, uh, I appreciate that you've taken this actually very seriously because everyone yeah. I've ever pitched this to yells at me and hates me. I love to try to make things work. Eugene, you've been very <laughs> seriously uh, contemplating and, 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 and staring through me. What's going on in that <coughs> brain? Um, I'm just curious how the giant bugs will factor <laughs> out. How, how are the giant bugs part of this plan? Well, I, I really want to know so I can well, seriously glad consider you investing. Yeah. Mm. Well, you know how there's crooked flour. Mm. So you know how many giant bugs we're going to be able to mill down to a fine powder to make things like pancakes, yep. breads. So it's a bug restaurant. Well, So I think part of it would probably be when you're mm. at this arena, right, <laughs> watching these bugs, you got to eat something. And what's better than yesterday's greatest fighter? For yeah. today's lunch. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm in. Now, now, of course, on the way as a multi-billion dollar investor, I'm going to be looking for ways to, you know, hedge my bet. Because during the genetic uh, mutation process, there's going to be some mistakes, right? Now, some of, the, back into the bugs. <laughs> some of these are not going to be fighters. They're going to be lovers. And their true passion is serving food and serving smiles. So that's why the bugs will be our waiters. So to your original concern of what happens if people are just sitting down at tables and and the waiters aren't getting tips, bugs hate tips. I guess that's true. They don't really (laughs) understand money. Um, They are bugs. I I don't know. I think people are going to be really turned off to being served dead bug food by live bugs. I I I don't think there's going to be be like if chicken served you a bucket of fried chicken. I think you'd be like, uh, I I feel a little worse. (laughs) I don't feel so great. I think I'm 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 back to normal food, but the bugs are the waiters. Okay, Mm, I love that. But Uh, really though, we're going to be need to be eating bugs. The amount of bug carcasses that are going to be littering the, (laughs) the parking lot of the arena. We have to eat the bugs. We have to eat the bugs. We're going to have to have such... We're going to basically have to use mining equipment to break down these bugs. I'm talking huge. I don't know if you quite understand the scale of some of these bugs. (laughs) Some of these bugs. Like, have you ever driven by, like, a plant? 
like not like a, a house plant, but like a, a dog factory? food plant or yeah. like a factory. Right. Like I'm like like that would be like oh wow, there's like <laughs> I'm talking the smallest would be a helicopter. And but God God forbid one of the giant birds dies because those are you said skyscrapers. <laughs> oh, yeah, the giant birds, I, they're gonna get loose. <laughs> oh, when the giant birds pass away, we'll have chicken. That's true, and we'll that have- and like really, I think giantism is our solution to world hunger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Zach, I'll tell you what, I'm in as a consumer. Yeah. And I think I'm in as an investor. Wow. Because gamifying anything, I'm always wanting to do that more. It's the stock market idea, especially. The 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 bidding one, I don't know if that works for me because I feel like I'd just be hungry and the rich people would eat and I would go home. Yeah, But yeah, the stock yeah. market one, I'd be sitting there, I'd be like, ooh, that item is like really popular, so it must be really good. But then at the same time, I'm like, we could get these fries and they're not no that popular. I don't know what's going on. No one's eating the lobster today. We got to get that lobster from yeah. the cheap. Exactly. Yeah, so I'm definitely in as an investor yeah. and a consumer. I kind of think that the, uh, the stock restaurant there's something to it. I yeah. think there is a world where some version of that could actually work, and mm-hmm. I could see it being like a pop-up restaurant just to try it out. And especially L.A., right? Or yeah. San Francisco would also do What's it. What's the name of it again? Uh, either Stock Market, and it's uh, all different uh, chicken stock based. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you lost me there. You lost uh, me there. Or, or Stock Marketplace. I'm not quite sure which name is. Why not Exchange? Oh, hey, yeah. Stock Exchange. Yeah. But Market is like a food, food market. Yeah. Eugene, I am excited. You've been you've been pondering, you've been thinking about bugs, but we got to bring you back. You have a pitch for us today. You ever have a social situation where you just need someone to play somebody that you know, but they actually don't know you? Let's create an app that's not for dating, not for hookups, but for friends. You know, mm. are you going to a family reunion and they're not going to stop bugging you about that boyfriend you need? Are you going to a new social gathering at work where everyone assumes that you're more cultured than you are, but you don't have any friends of color? <laughs> Get this app. Maybe we'll call it friendly for It's fun. sort of like we'll an escort it service. It's like an escort service. You actually can get on escort services, uh, boyfriend or girlfriend services where someone acts like they're your boyfriend yeah. or girlfriend for a day. Why don't we normalize that and mm. just make it the app? There are so many social situations, even for time. Sometimes you arrive to a bar to meet your friends 30 minutes before they arrive and you act like an idiot because you're sitting at the bar going, who the fuck am I supposed to talk to? I'm going to pretend like I'm on my phone for 30 minutes. Friendly has got you covered. 30 minutes with some random cool person who comes and sits next to you and then they're out. And it creates great opportunities for aspiring actors. Oh, I, I love that. I love this. Yeah. And, it's, and I think you should do it like like all the scooter apps, like birds. So when you're done with your friend, you just throw them on the side of the sidewalk. <laughs> and, and they, they s- lay there. They just lie there Until on someone's the ready to come pick them up. <laughs> oh, you should call it personnel. Because it sounds like personal. Mm. And it's about like people who are pretending to be personal friends of yours <gasps> or what really if we personnel. call it what if we call it hr human resources human Ooh, resources that's also good. really good human resources so would they be would you have to pay more for cooler people you'd have to pay more for i think certain aspects that that's you our demand. search pricing <laughs> well because certain yeah. situations i think of course time right involved creates a price but uh-huh. also i think the thing that you're asking them to pretend to be yeah will also be tiered i love it so like being someone's boyfriend or girlfriend mm-hmm. is a is Favorite. a higher value than hanging out with someone at a bar yeah Eugene, as an investor i love this because we've all been in that situation where you're at a a party you get cornered someone will not shut up and you're just like ah how do i tell someone to come get me out of this situation so what you do you take your phone out you press the button and a giant bug flies in Mm -hmm. and lifts them off into the sky Uh, and you never hear or see from them ever again mm, that's nice it's called don't bug me (laughs) that's good (laughs) <laughs> That's good. But you know, I often find myself in even family situations where you're sitting there going, ah, I got this family reunion, mm. but it's out of town, so none of my friends are actually here. I wish I could yeah. bring a friend. Man, there's a local person who's totally going to come, and they get free food, and they yeah. can just chill with you for a day. You know what the best use of this is? When you're a teenager going on a family vacation for a week, and you <gasps> yes. don't have a goddamn friend to go hang out with at the beach or at mm-hmm. the mall or something, and you literally have no friends, and yeah. you go try to make friends, but if you make a friend, you find out that they're leaving tomorrow to go uh. home, and you just got into town, so it was a useless day of friend making. Because that was my always like my mm-hmm. biggest difficulty with the family vacation is that I was taken away from all my friends. Mm-hmm. Now, what am I going to do for a week on this island town? Yeah, nothing. 
I'll go play yeah. miniature golf by myself. That's why you as a teenager can get on the friendly app and get a 30-year-old man <laughs> to come hang out no, with you. No, it's exclusively teens. Oh, it's just teens. Yeah. yeah. This is no friendly way that junior. this could possibly backfire. <laughs> no, everyone is vetted. Everyone is vetted. Yes, by everyone's Eugene. vetted. By me. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, that's cool. Bam, bam. You know, we don't live in a world of uh, super large bugs. So when you're met with, you know, difficult don't situations, you have to figure it out yourselves. And when you have to figure things out yourselves, God... You just need advice. And I think it's time we get some advice from our youngest and least experienced <laughs> podcaster, our very own beautiful birthday boy, birthday boy <laughs> Miles Bonsignore, with advice that will go for Miles. Hey, Miles Nation. <laughs> <laughs> this one's new. <laughs> Do you want to have... A big old Tarzan dick? (laughs) Do you want to smell as sweet as a daisy? Okay. Get plants and put them in your rooms. How's my dick going to be bigger? Plants make every house better. Scientists have thought about it and said, yeah, that's the deal. Plants give oxygen to your home. Plants make you happier. If you talk to your plants, they can grow bigger and better and faster and stronger. It's a way for you to bring the outdoors inside. I don't, but the dick part. <laughs> yeah. So I know how you're confused. Yeah. The, I'm, mm-hmm. I agree with all points except yeah. that plans make Absolutely. Your dick well, way bigger. Let me just I, explain. Uh, I don't know if you're going to be able to. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I think it's like the metaphorical dick of Tarzan, who's one with the jungle and plants. Yeah. You'll have the feeling of a swinging Tarzan dick if you embrace uh, Laura in your household. Yeah, that's Is correct. That what you're going for? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. See, I so, read it as a metaphor for how once you have a plant, you've entered a new stage of adulthood and of confidence in yourself, and people are going to be so impressed with you that they won't be paying attention to your tiny old dick. Yeah. They'll say, wow, what a big dick this guy must have. A big old plant dick. He said my dick will be bigger. <laughs> it led with, do you want a yeah. big old Tarzan dick? Okay. And, now, and now, Miles, how can you sell this to our uh, primarily female fa- listener base? Yeah, almost yeah. all the listeners are ladies. Well, just because you're a lady doesn't mean you can't have a big old swinging plant dick. Huh? Plant yeah. dick? Plant dick. That was a Tarzan dick. Well, it's Tar- yeah, Tarzan has a plant dick. Tarzan's dick made of plants. <laughs> Elaborate. Tarzan was born in the jungle and he spent so much time around plants that seeds got planted and they grew in a big old plant. Now, honestly, if you said that just make your dick bigger by wrapping vines around it, yeah. that would work. Haven't we learned you're not supposed to dissect the advice for Miles mm. set up. It's not so far it's off. Too, He's promising. No, it's, all po- it's poetry. <laughs> well, and the thing about plants is they create oxygen and everybody grows with oxygen. So oxygen is going to make your body bigger. Maybe your dick bigger. Maybe, maybe you get more blood. Maybe yeah, you get more maybe blood more oxygen rich dig. Mm-hmm. Maybe <laughs> a more oxygen rich dig will be bigger. Yeah. The, for, the moral of the story is it's going to make your ego, your ethos, your, your id... It's going to make them a lot bigger because you're spending time in nature and that's good for your body. What kind of plants are you rocking at the house? I have a cactus that's very <laughs> small. I have an aloe. It doesn't produce much oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> so you got a tiny cactus, Miles. <laughs> that, is, that is the starter plant. <laughs> I have an I have an aloe vera that I use for my burns. What was that? What was aloe, that aloe vera. Oh. And I also have a big old green one that I got at Home Depot. Here's a fun tip: Tell if me. you're getting plants, you can return dead plants to Home Depot for up to a year. Whoa! So if you get a plant and you accidentally kill it. You can return it to Home Depot. There's advice. That's advice. That's yeah. advice. That's advice. That's what and that'll make you feel like you got a big dick. Yeah. <laughs> so you can always bring if it's even if it's just like the pot the plant came in. If you have the receipt, you can take it to Home Depot and say your plant was defective, buddy. See, this I was his advice one. the whole time. He was just taking us on a journey. Mm, he I just wanted it. us to really feel it before we it. got arrived. Some yeah. plants um, breathe in oxygen and produce carbon dioxide at night. 
Yeah, they don't teach you all about that. A lot of plants totally do both. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, they do both. You know, there's a whole culture out there for house plants. It's like huge on YouTube, yeah. big on social media, big on Instagram. It's like the new pet. Yeah, people having their house plants. Maggie's indoor jungles. My girlfriend's been getting big into plant plantstagram. Well, yeah, plantstagram. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah, a lot of plants in my house now, and. Uh, we do not have a great track record of keeping them alive, but this year it's going to be different. Mm-hmm. This year we're going to keep them all alive. Everything's coming up, Cornfeld. Yeah. What are you looking up, Keith? Yeah. Oh, no, it's a common myth that plants compete with people for arsenic wow. nights. Wow. <gasps> we're about to have another olive oil situation on our hands. <laughs> hey, we got to fact check ourselves on no, this No, but it does. it does. It does do that, but they don't compete with them. It's, it's negligible, but they do do it. You know, my question is, um, <laughs> can we make those plants... Mm-hmm ginormous oh, or yes huge bugs mm-hmm. that we are breeding so that they have a place to like hang out we're gonna leave you with that yeah guys this has been another installment of the tripod what fun don't forget to leave us reviews leave us some secrets so that we can read them on air uh we've got tour dates coming up we're so excited we got new merch i did go get it uh wait we're investing in the big bug idea right yeah yes. and of okay. course if you want to invest in uh, Keith's Emporium we're of starting Big a, Old Bugs. We're starting a Kickstarter, uh, setting the goal <laughs> yep. at $5 billion, billion. a yeah. cool $5 bill. Well, $25 bill, because I've, I've already invested $20 bill. Yeah. So, so feeling good about that. Oh, for, Keith, is you're going to be like the next uh, Theranos. Yeah. Yeah. That's wow. the goal. We have big bugs. Bug, bugs are bugginos. here. We have big bugs, and <laughs> we make them fight, uh, and they fight really well. And um, I'm friends with a lot of old men who are rich. <laughs> This has been the tripod. Happy birthday, Miles. Happy birthday to Ned's mom. Until next time. You know what, no, Miles? You do it. Until next time, hit him with the official tripod theme song. They fly, they bite, <laughs> day or night. It's the big bug fight. On the dun, tripod. Dun, dun. Until Wait, we next don't have Ned. Time. Hey, my name is Ned, and I love my wife. Got him. And fucking nail the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs>